Never Cross a Picket Line. In 2015, global company Hutchinson's sacked half their workforce. That was 97 workers by text message. The Maritime Union of Australia responded by use of community assemblies comprising of unions affiliated with the Queensland Council of Unions. Nurses, building workers, clerks, teachers, electricians and so forth. I was on the wharves from 6am on the 14th of August to witness workers march back to work after an order by the federal court granting a temporary injunction against the sacking. The full case was heard later in the month. Hutchinson immediately disregarded the court order, not permitting some of the workers illegally sacked to return to work. Their competitors, Patrick Stevedores, the employer in the bitter 1998 MUA here to stay dispute, introduced casualisation and automation on Australian waterfront. In that dispute, half the workforce were made redundant and all entitlements were lost. This was a victory for the CEO of Patrick's, Chris Corrigan, and the federal government who engaged in a conspiracy against waterside workers. 17 years later, the MUA battle-hardened, elected a new state secretary, sweeping aside the more moderate leadership after the resignation of Mick Carr, who was a long-time MUA secretary. 4PR Voice of the People commemorates this, their struggle using these clips from speeches given during the dispute. The first one is an introduction by Bob Carnegie, who was elected early, just before the dispute, to the position of State Secretary of the MUA. Let's go to Bob now. It's really important that uh, we do things properly and we do things um, in a considered fashion. And that's because although we've won a battle, a huge battle, there's still a war to be fought. And that's the war about how we mitigate these workers' positions when we get back in the, in the gate. Now, that's going to be a difficult argument, but I'm confident that we can uh, get a decent result out of it for the simple reason is now that we have where we had 82 good unionists before, now we have 82 legends of the union movement. So, so what we need to do, and we'll come back here before, well before 7 o'clock, but we need all the uh, Hutchison's guys um, over just near the, the CFMEU van, just over there. Are they there? Can the Hutchies guys here? Okay, we'll just go over there, we'll have a yarn, and then we'll come back to you good comrades and, and tell you exactly what's happening. We're not trying to be exclusionary or nothing, you know, we do this every day. Okay, thanks. Another speaker was Ros McClellan, the Secretary of the Queensland Council of Unions. Have a listen to what Ros has to say. Very, very quickly, I just wanted to say what an amazing outpouring of support we really have, um, you know, done each other, I think, in the community proud by standing up for our Australian values of, the fa of a fair go, dignity and respect for all workers. And I guess quite simply, it really does show the community out there, um, these big multinational companies, and I guess, as importantly, we've shown it to ourselves, that Queensland unions are strong, we're organised, we fight and we win. We've won here today and we win for working people everywhere 
every day. How about we giving them something to think about in their next um, Hong Kong boardroom meeting? Yes, we have. Jade, an organiser from the CFMEU, gave us a lesson on trade union principles. Let's hear to hear from Jade. I want to share a story with you that's pretty relevant and some of my blokes, some of our blokes will probably uh, roll their eyes because they've heard me tell this one a few times, but uh, but it's very important and something that's stuck with me and always will do. We had an eight-week dispute in 2013 where we had picket lines on, uh, on John Holland's projects and John Holland's, many of you would know, they've killed more workers than any other builder in Australia. They're um, notorious for their shit-out safety and uh, attacks on trade unionists and uh, and that's that's the uh, you know the culture of John Holmes. We had that dispute and uh, and on the day that they came in to sign the agreement, which is the same document that they could have signed eight weeks prior to that, uh, the boss of John Holland's Queensland told me something that'll always remain with me and, um, and pretty insightful for a, for a boss. But um, uh, he said to me, "Do you know why you blo- we're doing a bit of a post mortem at the end of the dispute?" And he says, "Do you know why you blokes will always win?" And I said, "Well." I know we're going to win, but you tell me why you think that is, mate. And he says, because you believe in what you do. You've got principles and you believe in what you do. He said, people on my side, the boss's side, we're just taking a paycheck. That's all we're in it for. We'll go and work for the next fucking boss or the next employer next time. You know, People on our side, on, on the trade union side, we've got principles. And that's the thing that they can't touch. That's the thing that they can never attack. They can't put your principles in jail. They can't find your principles. That's those are the things that are intangible. So whatever we hold on to those, we're going to win. And we're going to. It's, it'll, it'll be one day longer to be one day stronger every single time. So we hang on to those principles and we'll win. So congratulations uh, to all concerned. Next up was Macca from the Electrical Trades Union Queensland. Let's hear what Macca has to say. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. Listen. Um talking to a few lads throughout the, uh, the last few days of this uh, blue and every time we've had a, uh, a dispute whether it be uh, building industry or whatever like you look out in the distance and there'll be a few uh, MUA hats and a couple of MUA flags they always turn up to support the comrades and that was the first thing we were done here we'll do it any time and every time to back the MUA and as Jade said it's uh, fantastic to have Bobby in charge and not only uh, today that these workers uh, can go back uh, and walk uh, side by side back to work uh, this is history today for the amount of friends and unionists have gathered here over the last week and it's about this time that we've got the message to turn out. It's been a long week that we'll all maintain uh, our friendship, our solidarity and we'll just obviously meet again at the next blue. So, good on Bobby. Look, we'll, we'll wind it up now. But, uh... And finally, Chris from the, the Miners Federation or the, the Miners Branch of the CFMEU. This is one last speaker, and it's Chris Brodsky from the uh, Miners Federation. I left Chris for last because no union in this country, no organisation in this world has done um, more for fighting for workers and has seen more, more bloodshed in their industry than the Miners Federation has. They're something very, very special in the whole part of the Australian working class history. Um, in 1991 I sent some money to a group of miners in, as in rank and file seamen and, um, who were on strike in Pittston in, in, uh, in, in the Tennessee Valley in southern United States they'd been on strike for nine months 
and there was this lone union picket, a woman, a strike supporter. 4,000 workers were arrested during that dispute. And she said, her lone union picket, it, it, it was in, it's been burned in my mind. It said, the strike goes on, that the struggle goes on, the cause endures, hope still lives and our union will never die. And those words have been burnt in my mind since those days. And Chris, you'll be the last speaker, and I can't think of a finer organisation to say these to say the last words in this in this part of this dispute. Uh, thanks, Bob. It's an absolute privilege um, for us to hear that. Um, we've just celebrated our hundred um, anniversary. Um, we've been around a long time. We'll be around for a long time. Um, our principles are to are to fight, are to look after others. We pride ourselves on that. As Bobby said, we we have our tragedies, but um, they make us stronger. In '97, '98, I was alongside Bob, chained to a chained to a, um, a railway line in the MUA dispute, and you know I was only 20 year old then. I've come up through the ranks and I'm here again now, you know, 17, 18 years later um, as an official and it makes me as proud as to be here. But um, on behalf of the 7,000 miners, excuse me, that we represent, you know, we will do this every time um, and we're only a phone call away. So we'll be here, no worries. Thank you, Bob. Last of all was Bob Carnegie himself, who gave us a talk on the importance of international solidarity and on how the capitalist system works. Course for a week in August in 2015, a group of workers in this country said no, that they wouldn't be stood over, they wouldn't be thrown into the into the shit heap at 11:30 at night, that they got together with their with their union. And their union reached out to the wonderful working class movement in this country and the union movement responded and grabbed our hand and pulled us up. And that is why we're standing here, grateful to all our great comrades from every trade union that's helped us, grateful to all the socialist groups that have stood by us. There's a wonderful comrade here from from a country called Guatemala in Central America who sent us his, his and his comrades' greetings. You, th you know, you think we have problems in this country. In Guatemala, being a trade unionist is almost a death sentence. And to see a wonderfully brave comrade come up to us and say, we will give you what we have and we have very little, well, to him and his comrades, we say we have much as workers and you can have everything that we have because we believe in you. We believe in each other. We believe that there's still a powerful trade union movement in this country. We believe in the working class because we're of, from and by it. And together, together, we'll make huge differences in this society of ours. Because although the iron heel of capitalism tries to trample us into the ground, Every time it tries, if we keep resisting, if we keep fighting, one day, 
we will topple that beast and build a better society so that we don't have to ever worry about workers being starved into submission. On the picket line that day was Phil Monsour, a local singer-songwriter who came up with this song about the dispute. This is 4PR Voice of the People remembering the 2015 Hutchison dispute at the Port of Brisbane. We didn't start this battle We didn't start this fight They sacked off the workforce in the middle of the night Let the salt settle on their machines Rust grow free Let the birds nest in their cranes Idle by the sea We're gonna hold the line For one more day than them Hold the line For one more day than them We are not numbers We are human beings We will not be run over by a corporate machine We're gonna hold the line For one more day than them Hold the line For one more day than them If they crush just one Changed the end of history. Working people everywhere still fighting for basic dignity. Let the salt settle on their machines. Rust grow free. Let the birds nest in their cranes. Idle by the sea. Let the salt settle on their machines. Rust grow free Let the birds nest in their cranes Idle by the sea We're gonna hold the line For one more day than them Hold the line For one more day than them Hold the line For one more day than them Hold the line for one more day than them. Yeah.